Hello, you're listening to the Achieve With Me podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Rachel Gilfrin, and I'll be spending the next few minutes chatting to you about what achieving, winning, and success mean to you. As a life coach, in my opinion, all of these things are very closely linked to having a positive mindset. And this has come up a lot for me in my journey towards success within my career. In fact, it still does. I'll be sharing my own highs and lows from the last 13 years of my career, plus a good deal of confidence and communication techniques that you can start implementing today. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Achieve With Me podcast. Thank you very much for joining me today. So, the subject of today's session is going to be first impressions. First impressions are incredibly important in both the social world and in the world of business. Also, we're led to believe. What do we even assume a first impression is built from? People seem to judge you so quickly when meeting you. It can sometimes be difficult to alter somebody's perception of you later down the line without several further interactions from then. This has always been a source of irritation for me as I spent ages in the corporate world desperately tweaking how I said things and how I stood or how I dressed and it didn't really seem fair. Where had all this come from? The phrase, don't judge a book by its cover, seems more and more relevant these days, especially as societal norms around how people in certain professions should look and dress are actually changing, finally. You know, we're finally embracing the vibrant hair tones, the tattoos and the piercings in the office, and we're applauding a healthy mix of males and females in trade sector roles, such as electricians, plumbers, that sort of thing. I mean, personally, it feels absolutely archaic to me that this would own, this would be any other way, but let's just focus on some of the wins here. I see regular articles on LinkedIn all about how companies are embracing diversity, so in some ways things do look to have changed. But have they really? Out there in the real world? Personally, I still think there's a long way to go. Let's take a look at some statistics on first impressions. I posted some stats on my Instagram account a couple of months ago, and I was pretty surprised by these myself. Granted, full disclosure, the stats that I'm sharing are from around 2017, but as we all know, the world has changed in that time. But it's still interesting to see what they've got to say. So the Harvard study of communication stated that it takes just seven seconds to make a first impression on another human being. Seven seconds. And moreover, 55% of a first impression is formed by the visual elements. How you look, how you stand, make eye contact, body language, that sort of thing. That's over half. 38% of a first impression is formed by how you actually sound when you're addressing the person, whilst a meagre 7% of a first impression is formed by what you actually say. 
I mean, I was astounded by the visual part of this statistic, particularly. I mean, how ridiculous. If you're in a social situation, does this mean that if you don't fit the vibe visually, you're less likely to form friendships? If you're in a business or work situation, should the content of your conversation really be so low in the pecking order? I'm somebody who finds individuality hugely important and so in a social situation there's no way I would recommend tailoring anything to your audience because you are the only you in the world and to spare people of that would not only be an insult to your true self but a total shame for others. However when it comes to work situations I do think that the statistics Harvard shared are interesting. Think about past interactions you've had you could have done the absolute best pitch in the world. But if you had closed body language and looked disinterested, did you ever consider how much of an impact this may have had? When you showed up for that meeting and hadn't ironed your blouse that day, but you knew that you absolutely nailed the presentation, should that matter? Whether or not you believe these things actually do matter, let's face it, Just by knowing what to be mindful of, you can give yourself half a chance just by considering a few things. So for anybody who is aiming to improve their ability to give off a great first impression as part of a professional introduction, here are my three very basic tips. Tip one, the very, very basics. (laughs) We all know how to get dressed in the morning and complete our basic hygiene routines. So I don't think I need to go to that level. However, ever since the UK has been in a lockdown and our offices have been shut, we've all been working from home and things have certainly changed. I think for some individuals, standards have slipped a little bit. For most businesses, everything's done, hopefully temporarily, via a video call. Now, I'm not going to go off on a tangent about Zoom or Teams etiquette because we would be here for hours, but when we're considering the basics of our visual first impression, this now not only includes us as an individual, but anything that's visible on that camera. So, three basic tips. Ensure you're in a tidy area and there's nothing behind you that could be distracting. Turn up well-groomed. And wear something plain and smart, despite any company changes in working from home attire. I genuinely had a meeting with somebody who was in their dressing gown. And despite me being pretty non-judgy most of the time, I was a bit surprised. Tip two is to do with your body language. So in a normal scenario, if I were in a reception area waiting to be called into a boardroom for a meeting or an interview, I'd ensure I was sat up straight with great posture, but that my arms were relaxed to reflect a welcoming and open stature. One bugbear of mine is when people sit in a waiting room for such things, hunched over on their phones. It just makes you look as though you're bored. Plus, it means the person that calls you in has to interrupt you, which does not give a great impression. Now, it's difficult to replicate this on video, but the main things that you can do is spend some time before the meeting or interview, 
setting up your camera before you join just to make sure that you are right in the middle of the screen looking towards the camera and looking enthusiastic that you check your surroundings that there's nothing that's left out that could be distracting and make sure that you're aware that if your eyes are down looking at your phone or anything else it will be obvious and the final tip is surrounding the tone of voice or the way in which you greet that individual. So I want you to think about a time when you met a friend or a partner and you knew they were really enthusiastic about seeing you by the way they greeted you. And it feels great to be appreciated in that moment, but how can you tell? I think that there's a genuine warmth in people's eyes when they're really keen to see you and they look energetic in some way. But most of all, it's their tone of voice. It's lifted, it's varied in tone, it's inquisitive. There's absolutely nothing worse than a flat monotonal voice to make you feel like the person you're meeting is completely disinterested. So definitely avoid this. And as strange as it sounds, practice it beforehand. If the meeting starts with energy and varied tonality, this theme is a lot more likely to be consistent throughout. With all that in mind, I think one of the things that I've learned is that sometimes getting the balance between professionalism and expressing your true character is really difficult. Building lasting relationships requires you to be seen as understanding and relatable. And if you're concentrating too much on trying to be the right balance of everything, this might not come across. Whilst, thankfully, I've not had too much trouble with making a good first impression in the past, I've certainly placed far too much importance on caring what people think. Yes, professionalism is really important in some ways, but looking back, I think being authentic is more important. I've had customers say to me before, after sort of four or five meetings, when I've let my guard down a little bit, wow, you know, we're finally getting to see the real Rachel. And (laughs) whilst, of course, I felt like I'd been the real Rachel all along, it obviously hadn't come across because I was too fixated on being as professional as I felt that I should be. Another thought on this is, if you've looked at integrating various different tips and techniques, you've got the basics right, and you find that you're still constantly struggling with how you come across and being well received, maybe it's not you. Because if you're simply being yourself, maybe it's the fact that you're just in the wrong place. I think that as long as you operate from a place of kindness and integrity, and of course remember the basics, you are likely to come across fantastically. Now, I think it's really helpful to do a bit of reflection at this stage. So what I want you to do is think back to a couple of different instances that let's say they've happened in the last 18 months. Think about a time where you've met somebody for the first time And they have given you a great first impression. They've just made you feel really, really welcome. And you've felt that 
straight away that they're a trustworthy person, they're someone that you want to get along with, and that they're somebody that you want to continue to engage with, whether that's on a professional or a personal level. Using a pen and paper, if possible, think about two different instances and try and think back to times where you've actually met somebody in person because I know it feels like a lot of us haven't left the house in a while so try and think back to a real life scenario where you've met somebody for the first time either professionally or socially. So it could be either of those two examples. Um, And I want you to think of a time where somebody has made a really, really good first impression on you. And then another person who you've met and you just can't put your finger on it, but you just haven't trusted, haven't particularly connected with, and haven't really had any sort of feelings that you want to continue the relationship moving forward. It's not always an option, unfortunately, when it's uh, in a professional capacity, but there we go. So for both of these instances, I want you to write down just some notes about your memory of that interaction. So first of all, how did they look? Um, We're talking about visually how they've come across. So we're going back through the, the areas that we looked at for the statistics and applying them to a real life scenario. So did they look smart? Did they look like they were well groomed, that they were prepared to meet you? Did they look you in the eye? Really important. I always feel a little bit uncomfortable if somebody doesn't look at me in the eye. And I think it it comes across um, that you're slightly underconfident as a person if you don't do that as well. So it definitely gives a lot away. Um, With their body language, did they look like they were really keen to greet you? Did they shake your hand? Did they have really closed body language? Did they just not even properly look up? Did you get the feeling that it was an inconvenience that they had to meet you? And I think that one of the really important things to write down about each of these experiences is how they made you feel. Sometimes it can be difficult to pinpoint why you felt a certain way. But I think that if you list out things about how they looked and sounded first, then it can be a little bit easier to narrow it down. And these are things that you can utilise and try and work into all your introductions and first impressions that you do moving forward, if appropriate. And another thing that you can do that's actually really useful is getting feedback from people that are close to you. So again, depending on which of your areas that you are keen to improve, it can actually be useful to get an example from both your professional and your social life, regardless of which one you might be aiming to to improve because it shows how you change and vary depending on the situation. So go to a friend, maybe your mum, it might be your boss at work, and ask them how you come across, what their first impressions of you were, and if those first impressions were correct, so how has your behaviour changed since that first interaction? And I think it's so interesting to get other people's perspectives on this because quite often when you've been in some sort of relationship with somebody for a while or have worked with somebody for a while or have known somebody for a long time, it can be quite difficult to actually cast your minds back and think about what that first impression was when you're looking at yourself 
But everybody else, as we've discussed today, everybody else holds on to that first impression a lot longer than we do ourselves. So definitely ask people how you come across and see if they've got any feedback about that. It's always really useful to know from another perspective. So to conclude the episode for today, I'm keen to sort of summarise what we've been through because I found as I went through, you know, I was really shocked by the statistics that Harvard shared. But a lot of it made sense in that, you know, you can always learn something by just being mindful of your behaviour. Whether that's right or wrong in a professional environment, you should always try and get the basics right. And so I found that learning that information was quite welcome. Yes, first impressions do last, but... Don't lose your character along the way because it can be really difficult to actually start to incorporate what your real character is later down the line when everybody has already assessed you as this really professional person. So don't lose yourself along the way. Um, That's everything for today, guys. I really hope you've enjoyed the episode. As ever, message me on Instagram with any feedback. My handle is at Rachel Harriet Coaching. And if you liked what you heard, please do leave me a rating and a review. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Achieve With Me podcast today. If you like what you heard, please follow me on Instagram at Rachel Harriet Coaching for more tips and techniques. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>